0: For great ideas and practical tools you can start using tomorrow to grow your business and separate you from the competition, you've come to the right place if you're into b2b marketing and sales then welcome to the one and only b2b marketing and sales podcast with over 60 and counting total years in the trenches of businesses small and large they have a plethora of knowledge and experience that generate you more leads capture more clients ring up more sales well doggone it just make you more money how about that always thought-provoking yet dubiously entertaining please welcome to their respective microphones across three time zones your co-ringmasters the Dave Loomis and not the yeah, rock star Steve there. Miller <laughs>
1: yeah. well, this here is we the, are it's the it's the, it's the B2B Marketing and Sales Podcast. I'm glad you remembered a the very correct name because the last time I
2: screwed, name. I screwed the name up. The last you time. often don't get the name right, and In- I often don't get the name right. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to remember. It's our podcast. We came we up think- with it so that people would remember it,
1: let or, think- well, yeah, alone it's us. Such an but, important. But topic. that's okay. But that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. I, I'm the Dave Loomis, and this is I'm.
2: I'm one of the Steve Millers, one of the Steve Millers, you know, but he's also um, Kelly's dad and Kelly's in the, dad marketing, marketing gunslinger stuff. thank you and um, yeah, and we're both authors of amazing books
1: that is true and um, Steve has another book coming out soon, and I have yet to write my next one but I but it's 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 in here it's up here up here it is um, okay cool yeah so we have a great topic this. Uh, this time, which I think people will appreciate. Um, I'm sorry to say that people would actually still appreciate this because I think so. It's, it's about COVID and um, what is the best advice that we gave some of our clients during that time? And one would have thought that that would be um, history, if not ancient history by now, but it sort of uh, seems to keep rearing its head, right?
2: it's it's you know it's just like an old girlfriend that just won't go away
1: um, Steve said that not me but yeah that's a lot it's a lot like that <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I I can go first because I've got a I've got
2: something absolutely sort of
1: interesting on this I'm
2: very I'm very interested to hear what 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 you have to say about this yeah um, and
1: I looked back at this um, before we got... Going here to see what the date was, and I think the date was around April fourth of twenty twenty when I when I published a blog post. So it was three weeks officially into the lockdown, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, if you remember that time, it was kind of a shock at the beginning um, to a lot of people and a lot of companies, especially who uh, weren't necessarily set up for um, work at home. First of all. They weren't necessarily set up for the absence of of person to person contact. Right. Um, lots of things. They also were very um, uh, hesitant about how to communicate to their customers. That's what I kept hearing. So, like very early days, and actually still to this. I day, think
2: they were. Conf- I think they were confused about how to communicate. You know, and 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 and. The, but the the main third thing that I would add to your first two is that they were. Uh, that a lot of people, high percentage of people, very uncomfortable in this, in this platform. In, you
1: know, on Zoom, doing something remotely like this. Right. Uh, they had dirty laundry in their background. Yep. And, yep. You know, it was, they, they weren't put together uh, the way, you know, a lot of people are now. Right. Uh, but uh, I, I wrote a blog post. And um, it was about communication during COVID. So how do you communicate to your customers? And when I talked to a lot of the people that I know and thought about it a lot and, you know, talked to my clients, I came up with this, this phrase, which was sort of, um, you know, funny, but shoot from the hips and hips was, is all caps. It's an acronym and it stands for um, Be Honest informative, personal, and supportive.
2: Wow, that's
1: great. And I gave examples of all of those. Um, it, it was because it, one of the reasons I came up with this, I was still getting spam. like, I, And I was still getting, you know, sort of those LinkedIn, um, you know, sequences that I knew were AI driven and all these other sort of sales pitches that I maybe would have gotten a couple months before and thought nothing of, but, they seemed highly inappropriate um, during that time. And so, um, but I also saw people overdoing it, like being like way too sappy <laughs> almost and, and, you know, um, apologetic. And, you know, we had to sort of do business, but be more sensitive. So I had examples of those. Um, I had, I tacked on at the end, maybe if it's appropriate, something fun or inspirational Just to lighten, you know, sometimes that was appropriate and sometimes it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I kind of kept my eye out for, is anybody doing this? Is anybody doing it well? And I came across Airstream trailers. Those guys are great. They are absolutely amazing. And uh, if anybody's listening, just go to the Airstream um, website. It, it, It doesn't matter if you want one of these things or not. You probably will after you go there, Um, but sign up for their email newsletter um, and see what you get. And it's just so interesting. They're masters of content and they follow, they literally, after I wrote, written this, I I looked at what they had sent me and it had uh, tips on work from home, which was a very honest kind of thing and helpful. It was uh, informative. Um, disinfecting, how to disinfect your trailer. I mean, okay. It's not the funnest thing in the world, but it's informative. Um, Personal. There was a really heartfelt letter from a CEO. Uh, Supportive. They had all these links to incredibly helpful resources, not just Airstream resources, all sorts of resources that people could use. And then at the end, they had this um, Zoom link that showed a a Zoom background of the of inside the trailer that they could you know a nice trailer with a beautiful background that you could use as your zoom background which was kind of fun and i thought oh my god they just literally went down my list and and nailed it so again so tell what's the list again so it's on honest informative personal supportive supportive yeah yeah, it was that's, it, people that's were. tremendous. That's tremendous. Don't, don't hide what's going on. I mean, if you're having a supply problem, say you're having a supply problem. I mean, nobody's going to ha- hold you necessarily to blame for that. We're all we're all in the same boat type
2: thing. Yeah, everybody's having that problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah no question, no question yeah. about it. Yeah,
1: and how, not, how about you, Steve? What 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 did you? I,
2: you know, and advise? and I'm I'm in that same vein, kind of same direction, but a little. Uh, uh a little bit of a pirouette um a pivot and that, it, i don't i don't use the word pivot it's just uh, see, I over, love that word it's over it's overworked.
1: <laughs> i just love using it because you don't like
2: it. one of my best friends sam silverstein is the guy who wrote has the book pivot out uh so <laughs> are you asking him to rename it pirouette i, I, I was actually interviewing him on a, on a program uh, when the book was released in the middle of COVID. And I said, and I, I said, you need to rename your book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I what I came up with was that I, I had a you know what um, I heard Tom Peters once say, you know, was a blinding flash of the obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a a a realization that before COVID You know, we kind of had we kind of had and actually kind of made efforts to keep our professional lives and our personal lives separate. Um, I mean, not not 100 percent, but as much as so. So like, for example, like if you're young, you know, you have young kids at home. Well, all of a sudden everybody's at home. Right. Uh, um, But before that, before, before COVID, before, before that it would sort of be like you would get up in the morning and you've got your home, you've got your home hat and you're, you're helping the kids get ready for school. You're feeding them. You're getting yourself dressed. You're, you know, maybe get, you maybe exercise and and do this, do do that type of stuff. And, uh, and then you get the kids off to school and then you go out and you get in your car and you go to the office, and w- when you get to the office, you now take your home hat off and you put your office hat on, and you go in, and it's a different way of looking at things. Okay, and what occurred to me was that be- because of COVID, and, and the farther we got into COVID, after several months of getting in, being in COVID, it occurred to me that what was what, what was happening, and what I think is going to continue to happen. Is that these these two separate worlds are going like this, mm-hmm. and they are now overlapping tremendously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and and as a result, the you, you know the way the people and if we think in terms of our bu- you know, buyers, the, you know our prospects and our customers, um, is that they see the world differently now. They have, their priorities are different now uh, um, people who are work, you know, people who are still working at home or who have, uh, been given the, the option to continue working at, at home, uh, uh like my daughter was, uh, and, um, you know, that it's still, ch- it's changed the dynamics of our days. And, yes. um, and as a result, we now have different types of, uh, challenges, uh, and different types of issues that maybe we didn't have before. And when when I realized that, I started to go out and I and I and and um, and like I say, kind of along the same lines of what you were talking about, the supportive part, you know, and, and that is that I said we need to be more empathetic. That's what we need to be. And so I, I and, and so I, you know, I just and I kind of just started saying to all of my clients, we need to start practicing empathy marketing in a very strong way. Now, what did, what did I mean by that? Well, what I meant by that was that our marketing had to be, had to get more personal. Um, uh, And like you, you, you have the word, you know, interesting, right? Was that, that was was Uh,
1: honest, informative,
2: informative, uh, informative. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you had like informative. Okay. Well, we, you know, people are going to, you know, they're, the days are, are jumbled now, Okay. there's no demarcation line between going to the office and going home. Right. 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 And uh, and even for the people that are going to the office, it's just it's just changed. Right. Uh, And so what I said was what we need to do is we need to recognize. And one of the things that I've always said about marketing is that, in my opinion, um, the purpose of marketing is to be on the mind of the prospect when the prospect is ready to buy. We don't always know when they're ready to buy, so we just have. We want to make sure that we are on their mind. But with empathy marketing, I felt like we needed to be much more supportive of them, like you say, uh, and and be much more helpful in their personal lives. That would also then impact. Their professional lives, maybe the maybe the, their productivity or something like that. So, like we, you know, I I sat down with my clients. You know, we we would be doing these brainstorming sessions on Zoom, mm-hmm. and we started to come up with ideas where a number of my clients, uh, and 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 we kind of started with this this the theme that we would have with the with the customers and prospects was sort of was sort of a when you're ready to talk, we'll be here. OK, but in the meantime, we want to help you. And so for the, the big moose that we would go, you know, the big whales, people talk, talk about um, uh, good customers and things like we would send. Uh, uh, we would send housekeepers. Out oh. to, cle- to clean their homes. Yeah, we would yeah. send we would hire landscapers to go take care of their yards. And um, it, because these were things that still needed to be done, but because of this overwhelming overlap, time was kind of getting away from everybody.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh,
2: so, so uh, my clients r- did that, and and it, it the the response was absolutely off the charts. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah, people couldn't believe it, and as as things started to kind of turn ahead a little bit, you know, the, uh, they, they found it was easier to reach people, uh, um, because they practiced this, mm-hmm. uh, and, mm-hmm. um, they, uh, uh, um, you know, people would take their calls or they would set up a zoom with them or something like that. And, yeah. uh, 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 and it, it was, it was a tremendous, uh, um, effort on all my, on my, my clients, uh, the, the clients who did it. Uh, and and we're continuing it to this day because we're just you know we, we, you know even even though we're we're sort of seeing things getting
1: getting right.
2: getting back you know what does that mean I think it, I think we're in a permanent change you know another we, permanent
1: we, we change We probably are we we're definitely on the same wavelength now because um, my follow up a few weeks later from that original the the shoot from the hips blog post. Was another an article called "Why We Need Compassionate Marketing Now and Always"? So so, I mean, it's it's basically really similar. And one of my clients,
2: we are we are apparently um, separated at birth. I'm not exactly sure what uh,
1: (laughs) different mother. Um, And 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 so uh, well, one of my clients, um, and I was interviewing like one of their customers. For a value like a, a research project, and that, and she told me that that um, the the rep opened his house to her when he heard that there was a hurricane in her area and that she was going to be evacuating, you know. And that's the kind of thing that y- you don't forget when yeah. you were uh, And she never forgot it. Yeah. Uh, and, and and so this is this is what we're we're talking about is, you know. It may be B2B, and okay, maybe there's more logic in it. Maybe you have a budget. Maybe you, there's procurement involved. Maybe there's a team of people making a decision on whatever product you sell. But guess what? There's still a human being. There's still a human being that makes yep. that decision. Yep. And as you say,
2: there's probably one dominant well, human probably being. Probably one. Is, you know? but, is, it's always, but it's still uh, um, human to human. Yeah. It's you know, I've I've always kind of disliked I've always kind of disliked that that concept of business to business. You know, it's it's H H2H. H2H, yeah. Not you know, H2-H. And, uh, H2H. H2H, yeah, exactly right. And and uh, uh, regardless of whether they are the end user uh, of you know of a consumer product, um, or if they are a purchaser of a you know multimillion dollar piece of machinery. You know, it 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 doesn't matter. I'll, it's still people doing business with people. So, uh, um, so I think that the yeah. I think that those companies who who like, you know, you talk about you you say compassionate marketing, and I say empathy. You know, empathy marketing. That's what we're talking about. And yeah. I think the more I think the more that we spend time. And I've always said, see, it's like when they talk about ABM, uh, you know, now nowadays. I'm, smart, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm like, oh, you mean you mean. Big? You mean key client? Yeah, yeah. You mean targeting
1: specific companies and then wow. building a relationship with what? identifiable individuals in those companies. Yeah. What?
2: What a radical oh, concept! Oh, is that what you mean? That, what a radical, you're radical talking, concept. You're that crazy. Is, you know, That's crazy. That we, I was only doing, you know, and I'm sure you were too, forty years ago. Uh, no, um, so this is,
1: this is probably a few hundred years old. I mean, if not, if not <laughs> oh. longer, because
2: like, come on. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, like, back in the days when I would target, I would, I would have, you know, a, a handful of big targets, you know, and I knew those companies were the ones that I, I wanted to work with. But, but then, you know, I would, ha- I would then have to find the person on the inside, okay? And then yeah. that person, you know, is a person,
1: Yes. <laughs> you know, they yes. have a life.
2: And the, right. and the more you knew about them. And I watched my dad do this too. You know I mean? He would, the more he connected with people, the better, he, the more successful he was. And that's, that's really what this is all about. And, and so. Um, right. Howard Marge and the kids, you know, and, and I
1: don't care if it's, if you remember it or you write it down in your, you know, in your notepad or your, um, it's in your CRM system, um, I have a lot of those t- kind of notes about people because, you know, I have a lot of contacts and a lot of friends that, hey, if I don't, I don't remember their kids' names or I don't remember certain things okay. about them, but, yep. but if you bring them up, you know, it, it's, it's a nice thing to do as
2: a friend. Yeah, right? yeah. In- I, uh, yeah. I, uh, I had a really good client uh, a number of years ago that, uh, um, and I went, I went to, uh, New York and he was based outside of New York city. And I went to New York city to, you know, for a meeting with him and I knew about he and his kids and, uh, you know, I'd heard all about them and everything like that. And he, and he talked about, um, that he was going to take his kids to, to Madison square garden to go see, um, the Ringling Brothers circus. Yeah. And, um, and he and he told me far enough in advance that i went i i went and did some research and sure enough R- ringling brothers at that time had a special vip package where you could you, you know you could pay to go d- you would go down in the opening of the show and you would be, and you could ride in one of the cars that was <laughs> riding through, and they would give you like a hat or something, something you know, to wow. kind of it. In. And so you could ride it, right in that, and, it, and you could get your picture taken with all the all the performers uh, yeah, and stuff like liability that. Liability insurance.
1: I no. bought
2: that. I bought that. You know, for for his his kids, and you know, and and the, they were practically crying afterwards about how oh, much fun that they, they had, you know, that's, and that's awesome. So, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're all still doing this. We're, you know, the, yeah. the, we're all still people. Yeah. And, and if we can help people and yeah. stuff, that'd be, that would be great. Uh, I
1: have, uh, I have one more, uh, one more thing, which is okay.
2: And then we got to wrap this up again. Yeah, we, we will. Okay. Yeah, No, you it, go right ahead. Yeah, it's obviously different
1: than it's different than what we were talking about, but I do have a client that um, and, and a couple clients who, basically just scoured their websites and redid their calls to action. And the reason why, you know, we did that was because we said, okay, you know, they aren't going to be coming in contact directly with our salespeople anymore not in person. There's going to be a lot more people online. There were a lot already. I mean, but now there's going to be more and there's Mm -hmm. still going to be more. That's not going away. So we, we looked through it and we just sort of like stress tested, you know, all the calls to action. We doubled or tripled the amount of calls to action and we changed them. Some of them were like, start a quote. Um, that was wildly successful, um, which it sounds like something you should have had before anyway, but not everybody thinks in those. Well, terms. What, 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 like did they, what did they, they have us. before?
2: You know, what, what might have for. been? contact us just Just contact us contact us yeah you know and
1: and everybody's got contact us or yeah yeah um, for a quote
2: contact us for a quote that's i hate that yeah i've always hated that so so so
1: so there's different things that you can you can do and try um and that's the thing now you can try things and measure them Mm -hmm. and if they don't work don't do them anymore if they work do more of that That's, right. It's that's not, right. When it works, keep it's doing not, it. <laughs> not that complicated. Um, you know, and that's neither great. Is, the, no, that's great. That's, is that's, neither that's neither great. Neither is H2 H, the H2H marketing. That's not that's not complicated. It's actually easier. If yep. you
2: care. You have to really care. Oh, you yeah. have to actually care. You have to give a crap for your about about, you do. about you the really people do. you do business with and the people you want yeah. to do business with. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you can't be phony. You know, and it's like the H in yours, the honest, you have to be honest, you know? Yeah. Yep. And, and uh, so, yeah, no question, no question about it. So, all right, well, take us home. Another, another great episode of the B2B
1: or H2H <laughs> marketing <laughs> and sales podcast.
2: That's right. Uh, and this has been the Dave Loomis and mm. And and one of the Steve Millers, (laughs) so you know, I'll start singing pretty soon, you know. And uh, we can't wait. No, can't wait. You know, yes, you can. fly fly like an eagle. That's right. All right, all right. So, thanks for seeing you. And uh, if you like us, you know, click the like button.
1: You know, like us if you like us.
2: Absolutely appreciate that a lot. Share it with others. See you next time.
1: Okay, see you, Steve.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the one and only B2B Marketing and Sales Podcast. The source for B2B Marketing and Sales Insight. If you enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave these old guys a five star rating. Check the show notes for any links and contact information. You can always contact us by going to B2BMarketingSalesPodcast.com. b Thank you and keep on marketing. Keep on selling.